the the biggest problem in our industry right now is is probably along with costs staff retention is a real huge problem we need to now create work environments where they want to stay where they want to carry on working not least that we'll we don't want to lose them from our organization because what we're seeing is we're losing people from the industry and, and that doesn't bode well for the future of hospitality. I'm Andy Jones and welcome to the Hospitality Leadership Podcast, where it is my mission to help simplify leadership in hospitality. Join me as I explore insights and concepts to help you excel in the fast-paced world of hospitality leadership, from the latest industry trends to the best practices for managing teams, driving growth and making life much easier for you. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is a must-listen for anyone looking to take their hospitality leadership skills to the next level, whether new to the leadership or seasoned pro. We break things down into simple, step-by-step strategies that are actionable and help you lead your people and business with purpose. We help hospitality leaders like you balance the demands of their guests, their staff, and their bottom line. Listen in as industry experts and successful leaders uncover their knowledge, experience and strategies they have used for success and gain insights to lead with excellence in the hospitality industry. Let's get started. You've probably noticed over the last few weeks that a lot of our content has focused around culture and the power of culture and the impact that that can have not only to your people, but also the performance of your business, to your guest experience, to you as an owner or an owner-manager, owner-operator, whatever your role you fit into, having a a really positive work culture can have a massive impact on the performance of the business, but not only that, to the profits and the revenue that come in as a result of that. So today, although we're talking a lot about culture, I want to really focus in on how do you change the culture around you so not necessarily as the 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 overall leader like the ceo or the you know the store manager but within your team how can you insulate yourself from a toxic workplace culture because it's a big problem in our industry is the effect that culture can have not only on our staff retention on the communication within and we all know how important communication is in the hospitality industry can have a negative impact on that as well so we're going to get into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors running a hospitality business is hard enough and the last thing you need is to worry about staffing problems from one day to the next have you ever found yourself frantically trying to find cover when an employee calls and lets you down what have i told you there's a solution to this very problem with Rotocloud, the people management platform, you can make managing your staff a breeze. With 24-7 access to the Rota for both managers and staff, they can easily notify you of any problems with their upcoming shifts, and you can even set up so the employees can arrange their own cover. Say goodbye to the headaches of staffing problems and hello to the ease of Rotocloud. Start your free 30-day trial today and get your shifts together with Rotocloud. So team culture is so, so important. I know I keep saying it, but it really is. It's the difference between having a successful business and one that maybe breaks even or even makes a loss. Your people are the ones that drive the revenue in your business. You cannot produce the revenue that your business produces without your people who are there day in, day out. And if they're happier 
then this has a much bigger effect on, you know, the experience your customers have when they come, the the well-being of your staff, and we're going to see less turnover, you know, employee turnover, because people are happier in their work environment. You've got a really positive work environment. Who wouldn't want to work in that? But what we do find, and it's not something that we should shout about too much but in the hospitality industry and you will likely know this if you've worked in any hospitality business is always that there's that feeling in some businesses not all some business that there's a bit of a toxic work culture one that doesn't necessarily work for you and one that can actually drive you to compromise your own values and feel like you want to move away from what you believe in what you stand for your identity and go and you know almost do so do things that you wouldn't normally do so what i'm talking about today is how can we create around us a more positive environment whether that's whether you're a team leader within you know whether it's in the heart of the house, the back of the house, or front of the house, if you have got anyone underneath you, you have the influence or the power to influence the culture, even within your team. So what I want you to think about first and foremost is actually what environment do you want to be in? What is important to you? What values do you hold dear to your heart? What a part of your identity that you believe in? so strongly as well these are things that are are part of what makes you you so you really need to know what environment you want and most importantly what behaviors you want to see from you know you know as an extension of those values this is just an important point a lot of people think that your culture is created by your values and the reality is it's not. It's created by the, the the behaviors that people exhibit whilst they're at work, whilst they're under pressure, whilst they're not being observed by their boss, the, your boss's boss, the CEO, the owner. What actually happens when that people aren't being observed, aren't being scrutinized, aren't being held accountable? That's the culture. And that's really what we need to drive in, in our businesses to to get to the heart of what how do people think how do they what habits or what behaviors are habitual and and therefore you know happen automatically so it's really something that you need to know first you want to know what kind of environment you need to be working in so that you're happy you're you're productive your work uh, your your workload is you know being managed effectively what do you need to see to get the best out of your work. The next thing you want to do is once you've got that idea of what environment works for you is speak to your coworkers, speak to the people who you lead, who you work with. What do they want to see in, you know, in their work environment? You're going through the same steps with them. But this is about, you know, within a wider business culture. This is all about you as a team as a smaller team, creating your own mini culture, almost like its own ecosystem, that how you will all work together and reduce that impact or the the, the influence that the, the wider company culture has on you as a team because that, that's what happens. People get used to, you know, the company norms. They get used to compromising on our values, as we said before, and, you know, tend to move away from who they really are so this is all about how 
within your team, you can create a microculture based on everyone's values and things that everyone wants to see in the business. Now, what this can do is you can start to influence outside of that if everyone signs up to behaving in line with those values that you set within yourself. This can start influencing other people. It's that social following. All you need to do is then influence some of the, you know, 10% of the workforce, the wider workforce that are open to trying new things when it comes to to you know, workplace culture and, and norms. But what we have to remember is it's something that may take a little bit of time. You've got to build trust with people if you are wanting to try and influence outside your team. But even within your team, you, everyone's got to trust each other. And you only get to that point of trust by, you know, interacting often, treating them with respect, listening to what they have to say. That's a really big one. We speak about it often on the podcast. But these are all the things that come together to create great, cohesive teams that are built on trust. And that is ultimately what we do as leaders. We have to come from a position of leading from trust. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Used by more than 4,000 businesses, Road to Cloud saves managers time spent on admin, helps businesses save on labor costs, and makes life easier for your staff. Try it for free for 30 days by visiting thecafehustle.com forward slash Road to Cloud. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast by Cafe Hustle Hospitality is also supported by Espressly. Espressly is the solution you need for a mobile ordering app. With customers expecting access to businesses everywhere, a mobile app is crucial. Espressly offers you a branded app that seamlessly integrates with other brands, including Square. Give your customers and staff a high-quality mobile ordering experience like bid budget operators and chains. Don't miss out. Visit thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly to see what's possible. I want you to also think about what relationships you have with people wider than your team and whether you need to concentrate on, you know, developing them again if they're maybe broken down a little bit or just repair those relationships. All that, you know, again, it comes back to trust and how we can, you know, break this cycle of whether it's backbiting or you know gossiping behind people's back trying to cover up things that you know when mistakes are made it's a big one that a big cultural difference is when you can start to encourage people to own their mistakes know that they're not going to be treated you know negatively because they've come to you and said i've made this mistake you know in some cases take food safety for example we don't want people covering up if they've made a mistake whether it's around you know, something that's been left in a chiller that is then accidentally used in a dish. Last thing we want is is that to go out. So we need to make sure this is the this is the the crux of having your culture right and getting your culture in a position where everyone is, you know, working with integrity, for example, owning their mistakes, like I was saying there with the the food safety issue. Because it protects the whole business. Everyone needs to understand where they fit into the bigger picture of the business. But if we could start to develop these culture, certainly the culture in the right way, intentionally, we can then start to take advantage of you know the extra productivity that we get from our people. I read a stat very recently that if 
on average, 100 people in a workforce did, you know, the average company did the work of 100 people. It's average, you know. A toxic environment, a bad environment, the productivity of those people, so those 100 people, did the equivalent of the, uh, the workload equivalent of 65 people, I think. So 100 people were doing the work that, you know, in an average company would take 65 people to do. The power of a positive work culture, that figure of, you know, how many, how much work a, you know, 100 people would do was 150 so you are getting 50% more productivity as a result of a really positive workplace culture. And even in smaller teams, if you can insulate yourself from a wider, you know, toxic relationship, uh, toxic culture, sorry, then you're doing your, you, you and your team members a really big favor. But again, it's this wider influence that that starts to grow then. You know, you start to influence people. People see what you're doing. The same with, you know, the biggest influence on culture is the overall leader. When we're talking about a company culture, overall culture, the biggest influence is the behaviors of the leader. And if you, as the leader of a smaller team, if that's the situation you're in, whether it's a location or, you know, a smaller team within a team, you've got the power as the leader to influence that culture more than, you know, anyone else would be able to. Really what we're getting at here is the the biggest problem in our industry right now is is probably, along with costs, staff retention is a real huge problem. We need to now create work environments where they want to stay, where they want to carry on working. Not least that we'll, we don't want to lose them from our organisation, as what we're seeing is we're losing people from the industry, and, and that doesn't bode well for the future of hospitality. So we need to make sure that we're holding on to them in our in our stores, in our restaurants, in our hotels, whatever it is, we need to keep hold of the people we have. We haven't got the labor supply coming into backfill. That isn't possible. We haven't certainly haven't got the skills, you know, a wide range of skills like we had maybe five, seven years ago that will allow us to backfill those roles internally. We've got a slightly lower skilled workforce because we've got new entrants coming in haven't got the experience so we need to be more focused on how we can hold on to the people we have and this is where culture plays a huge part not just in hospitality in every single business every single social club anything that is to do with multiple people the culture within there is so powerful and that's why I'm as you can probably tell I am so passionate about because I know what difference it can make so this is all about how you can insulate yourself from the culture that is in your wider organization but also gives you some ideas on how you can start to change the overall company culture, if you're an owner operator or a manager, group manager, whatever position you're in, these things now, how you operate as your personal values, your people, your immediate uh, reports or the people that report to you, what their values are, and you can try to build from that point. Now, you've probably heard me talking about our culture change accelerator, which is, well, as of this episode going out, will be launched today. 
And it's really, it's a four week intensive workshop. So we have, you know, about an hour's worth of content each week that will give you the steps to allow you to change the culture in your business. So you'll learn about why culture is so important to your business. We'll look at what impacts of both a positive and a negative culture can have. We also look at how you can identify and measure culture in your business, which is something a lot of people struggle with when it comes to measuring it. How you implement a change to your culture, how you break down those habits and implement the new behaviors, and how you can really get the most out of your people for absolute top level business success. And most importantly, how you can maintain and manage that new culture in the long term. So if you head over to the cafehustle.com forward slash culture, you can get in on this four week training, which runs from the 29th of March all the way through to the 19th of April. And on top of that, not only do you get those four sessions each week where the content is live, you can work through it at your own pace as well. And there's obviously actions to do in the background. On top of that, every week there'll be an hour-long Q&A session live with me so we can answer the questions that you or the, the difficult parts that you're going through, you're dealing with. We can answer them and work through them as well as a group. But on top of that, you'll also get three months of access to our private online community, which is worth £87, which works out about $105. All of this, all for the price of £47. Again, in dollars, that's about $56. That's four weeks of content to have the tools and the strategies and the, the advice to allow you, if you are in a position where you are struggling with your culture right now, to start taking action. And even if you're not, it gives you the skills in your bank to allow you, if you're in a position where culture wasn't quite where you wanted it to be, you would be able to do it there and then. This is only a one-time access at this price. It's the first cohort that we're bringing through this Culture Change Accelerator. We're going to be doing it again at some point later this year but this now is is your opportunity to get in on this cohort this first cohort again i don't know when we'll be we'll run the second lot but certainly now's the time i'll leave a link in the show notes if you want to get involved with us as a community and start changing your culture anyway i hope you've enjoyed this episode i hope it's given you some idea of how you can adapt to a toxic culture and things you can do even within a small group of people to change that any questions give me an email on andy at the this has been the hospitality leadership podcast and thank you again for joining me and taking your time to spend this 20 minutes with me i appreciate how busy you are but really now again if you want to get involved with the culture change accelerator head over to the cafehustle.com forward slash culture the hospitality leadership podcast is brought to you in partnership with road to cloud the people management platform for shift-based teams you can plan and share rotors record annual leave generate payroll reports and more anytime anywhere start your 30-day free trial today by heading over to the cafehustle.com forward slash road to cloud